Dear Guevagas Falcha, Welcome to Cork City Library's talking newsletter of library news and features. I'm Glenn, and in this edition we bring you Bishop John Murphy by Michael Linehan Claire Mee reviews Shakespeare the World of Stage by Bill Bryson Maureen Cullinan tells us about the Holly Ukes, a ukulele group in Hollyhill Library and we finish with Silence by Finbar Bevan. Bishop John Murphy Bishop John Murphy was one of Cork's most celebrated book collectors. He was born in Cork in 1772 and was a member of the renowned Murphy family of Catholic merchants. In 1815 he was consecrated the Right Reverend John Murphy Catholic Bishop of Cork. He was afflicted with a chronic form of bibliomania, namely he could not resist collecting books and scoured the countryside far and wide in search of them. He was apparently quite a wealthy man in his own right. A good library at the time was the measure of a gentleman's wealth. His good taste and education and immense sums were spent procuring expensive books and lavish bindings in order to impress fellow companions. The bishop often visited Dublin on his book buying sprees and booksellers were eager to sell their wares to him. Indeed, the bishop's fame spread far and near. Notable travel writers made it their business upon arriving in Cork to call to his house in order to meet him. Charles de Montalembert notes from his account in 1830 that he was tired of rushing around trying to visit Bishop Murphy. Eventually, he found him and discovered him to be a fat little man, joyful and very intelligent, who spoke fluent French. In 1843, Johann George Cole gives us a vivid description of his library. The Roman Catholic Bishop of Cork has one of the most interesting collection of books I have ever seen. This learned and industrious man has turned his whole house into a library. Not only has he converted his sitting rooms and dining rooms into book rooms, but even in his bedrooms, every available space is filled with books. His attendants, even his maidservants, sleep in little libraries. The staircases are lined with books along the walls, and the corridors, which lead from room to room, have full bookcases at their sides. Everywhere books are literally piled up, even to the garrets. He observed that this is the largest private library in Ireland and contains many interesting and costly works. The bishop was also responsible for sponsoring many Cork poets who he commissioned to write Irish poems in Gaelic, which were then transcribed. These manuscripts have been preserved in the library at Maynooth. His wish was that his collection would remain intact and housed in Cork, but the auctioneer's hammer fell and the library has been scattered to the four corners of the world. Indeed, the collection of upwards of 70,000 books was so large that it took a year to auction, and many of the books were sold off by weight. Bishop John Murphy, a literary giant, had amassed one of the greatest collections of books in Ireland in his lifetime, which has never been surpassed. Michael Linehan is a member of our Glanmire Library staff. You might like to read... I have just finished with great enjoyment, Shakespeare, The World as Stage, by Bill Bryson. I can't say I have just finished reading it, as I have been listening to it as an audiobook read by the author. It is from a series of short biographies of eminent men, and is available in book form also. I'm sure I would have enjoyed it as a book, but there is a great enjoyment and perhaps less loss of details from hearing the author's voice. Bryson says that there is practically nothing that can be proved about Shakespeare, the man. 
He writes chapter after chapter about subjects like the world Shakespeare lived in, the first printed versions of the plays, attempts to ascribe the plays to aristocratic others and the provable facts about Shakespeare. He is measured, critical and witty about them all. I particularly enjoy the little details he throws in, that the reconstruction of London's famous Globe Theatre is based on little more than the account of a Dutch tourist of the era who made a rough sketch of the building where he watched plays he couldn't understand. A building which was destroyed by fire, later reconstructed and flattened by German bombs. The Great O was more likely not circular but oval, as Tudor carpenters had not yet learned everything about crafting oak. You won't learn anything new in an academic way about the plays and poetry. However, you will be entertained and educated in a different way. But then, I must confess that I am definitely biased about Bill Bryson and everything he has written. Claire Mee is a member of the Second Tuesday Book Club, which meets in the City Library. Music to our ears. I saw the leaflet for free ukulele lessons with the HSE in the library on the Grand Parade. I rang the number and hey presto, I'm in. I thought it would be an interesting nine hours. Well, it's been hours and days and weeks and years of fun now actually, but mostly it's been life changing. Memory is better. I have made nice friends and I am happier and I have more confidence. I am more than I thought I could ever be at this age. It seems to connect all the spaces in my head and in my life. Rosary Crowley confirmed my place on the 2nd of February 2018 and by the 27th of February we had the G chord, which was a huge step forward. By the 6th of March we were looking for a name for the group. Charlie Ward coaxed the music into us. We hardly realised how much we were learning. He made it easy and fun. All this happened in the Hollyhill Library, where they gave any possible support to ease us forward without hesitation, always with a smile. The refreshments were key to our chats and bonding. We are all very different people, but there is glue in this group, and we are still playing in the library every Tuesday morning, lockdown accepted. We got our taste for performance at concerts the library organised. We are the Hollyukes, and have been seen in gigs in nursing homes and other Cork venues. Lately, a Zoom group has emerged. Who would have predicted such a development? I recommend this ukulele course to all seniors. Treat yourself. Wonderful project. Thanks. Maureen Cullinan is a member of the Hollyhill Library. Silence. Also quiet now, where not so long ago, so many young men died. The poppy flower bows in the wind, for the men of before, I now cry. Not a sound, not a peak, now people want to remember they have nothing to hide. As it took many years for people to remember these fallen young dead. We cry now for them, but for so long we deserted them, not one of us we said. But now they lie here, in plots they now call their resting place forever. Just look at the crosses, look all kinds of names, from England, Ireland and France. From all walks of life, bogmen, workmen and others as well, who looked at this war as a game. 
Just remember, we can all maybe have someone we know beneath a cross. Then a padre steps forward and reads from the good book and says all that are lying here will have a better life in the hereafter, he swears. But the thousands of white crosses that stand mute with nothing to say, not a voice to answer their prayers. When the padre is finished, we all stand to attention and offer up more prayers. But my heart, it is broken as I cannot hold back the tears. Now Jimmy and Willie and Tommy too all rest here in their timeless tomb. All brothers of mine, all gone forever. Again, no more playing in our home. Told they were heroes, just go there and kill the bad men from the hun. All bad the hun, they were told, and to watch them all as they run. Now never again will I see them, never to run through the fields so free. As the tears fill my eyes, I cannot see. The bugler steps forward and plays the last call. No more will I see them laughing, having fun, as they now lie in the cold sod after the Battle of the Somme. Just look at the crosses, look all kinds of names, from England, Ireland and France, from all walks of life, bogmen, workmen and others as well who looked at this war as a game. Just remember, we can all maybe have someone we know beneath a cross. Then a padre steps forward and reads from the good book and says all that are lying here will have a better life in the hereafter, he swears. But the thousands of white crosses that stand mute with nothing to say, not a voice to answer their prayers. When the padre is finished, we all stand to attention and offer up more prayers. But my heart, it is broken as I cannot hold back the tears. Sent in by Finbar Bevan, Farnry, Cork. That's all for this edition. All information can be found on our website at www.corkcitylibraries.ie and on our social media channels. Thanks for listening. Sláin.